Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self-Love is My Rehab, where we are all tired of abuse being our addiction. I'm about to get my partner in crime, BC, on the line so we can start the show, so please tune in and love yourself. Yo, yo, DC, what's going on? What's cracking? How you living, Katy Perry? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. How about you? Uh, another day, another um, bright, sunny day. Just okay. starting to Same approach in those warmer days, and, you know, <laughs> we talked on a previous oh, podcast shit. before. I don't fuck with this shit. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. You know, like... A part of me be kind of like, you know, my mind kind of enjoys it, but at heart, I just be like, man, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just because, like, it it, it brings the crazies out usually, but because we've been Yeah, people do be driving like an asshole. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And because we've been quarantined for, like, what, like, the past year and a half, two years, almost. Shut up, yeah. I feel like it's going to be times 20 where it's about to be full ignorance out here. Oh, shit. Well, what was the vibe of the week? Man, vibe of the week is um, shit. That <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I've, I've I've really been I've really been encountering some some crazy ass people lately. Like mm. like I said, the weather been breaking a little bit, and you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's it's almost like a chemical release. Like you know what I'm saying? When the seasons change, and right. you know people just be acting stupid. But I don't know. Like I said, like. I feel like it's I feel like it's gonna worsen because, you know, like I said, like not too many people have been, you know, able to fully interact in society lately. You know what I'm saying? So mm. from from people just inside the stores up until, you know what I'm saying, people driving on the streets and everything like that. Like I had somebody pretty much like damn near back on the back of my tail, you know what I'm saying, driving down a a, a thirty mile per hour road and it was just like dog, mm. like check the speed limit, my nigga. Like, I'm not going no faster than that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even right. though I ain't no papers, I still drive paranoid in a sense. That's just that my my nature. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I've, I've, I threatened to, like, you know, break check a few people. You know what I'm saying? That's just how, you know, eager people are just to get to, you know, to, you know, from A to B. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's right. like, nigga, we gonna get there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just take your time. <laughs> Enjoy the ride. We gonna get. Well, there. you know how the summer be. We got we got to blame that on Bell Isle. You know when the summer comes, that's when all the chicks want to come out, show their new hairdo. The guys want to show off their nice clean lips. They get it clean. It, I don't know. It's Man. just like the summer. I love the summer though. You know, it's 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 daylight longer. It's not cold. You know, I've always been a person that got sad when it was cold, but I understand why you get irritated because people yeah, do I'm, drive I'm the complete fucking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the complete out. I heard somebody sell woofers today. I was just like, for what, my nigga, for what? Like, oh, why you got that thing so loud? And honestly, <laughs> I think that's just my age kicking in, dog, because it was that. And then, like, um, I seen a dude in a charger. Um, I was at the grocery store earlier. Um he was in the parking lot just revving his engine going uh going down the lane. I'm like, for what? We know it's a charger, we know what to do. Like, why are you revving your engine up so damn hard? Like chill. Oh jeez. You know what I'm saying? You 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 revving up your engine between parking lanes. Like who are you really trying to impress out here? Okay. Well, 
This is we wrapping up season four, going into season five. I'm sorry, y'all. We had to take a break last week. You know, complex was uh you know under construction. Had to get my myself back together. Yeah, I was being very complex, complex. <laughs> but I'm back. So we about to do this tonight. The shut me the fuck up topic tonight is self reflection, and we are talking about music and. You know, we talked about music being our outlet, our outlet before, but tonight me and DC are going to talk about the meaning behind some of the songs and how we were today's years. We, we was today years old when we found out that that song was this. Man. So um, the other day we was talking about it. You know, it was a, it was a lot of songs that was out that we didn't know was about being the side lover. You know, what I'm saying being the other lover, and we sung Man. it with our hearts like. Uh, I'm not gonna even lie. I found out from Ace, Ace the Face. He told me uh, about Sweet Thing by Mary J. Blige. He was like, "You know that that's a song about her, like being in love with another man, right?" But when I heard it, I heard it on Love and Basketball, so I never really paid attention to the lyrics, even though I know them word right. for word. I never stopped to realize what the fuck I was singing. So when he broke it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're not mine and I can't deny. I'm like, nigga, what? Like, the, right. I'm, when I was younger, I thought that it was somebody that she was admiring from afar that she wanted to be with. I never processed that. What about you? Man, yeah, like, I'm today years old right now, just, you know, with that song <laughs> itself. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, because back then for me, cause like, I give you more credit. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you knew of a few more songs than I, than I um ever, you know, recognized that, you know, the meaning behind it, because mm-hmm. I feel like, especially when we were young, listening to, you know, um, <laughs> artists like Mary J. Blige, for example, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. we were just grooving to those songs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was just the, it was the rhythm. It was the energy of it and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? The person behind the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? We were admiring, you know, how they put the song together. Never really right. sat back and analyzed the shit. Like, okay, you can find that piece. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, you're finding out about most of this stuff now is, like, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Especially when we were jamming right. to it. Because I got, like, one, for example. Now, I'm not a huge John Legend fan, so I don't know many of his songs. Right. But one of my one of my uh one of my favorite songs by him was, uh it's called Another Again. And um, it up later on in the, um, in the podcast to um, to kind of maybe figure out if that was maybe like a um a, a side piece song or not, but uh, that was one of my favorite songs. This is side part of that, but um mm. he had a, he has a song I've never heard this song before, but it's called um, She Don't Have to Know, and I okay. give credit to um to uh, Buzzfeed because I um I was looking up uh, I was looking up a few songs and uh, this one it was it was basically describing how John begs his lover to keep their affair a secret, insisting that mm. he doesn't know insisting that he doesn't want to hurt her, a claim that's right. undermined just a bit by his refusal to end things with lady number two. And they mm. quoted this uh yeah. this one lyric and it said, I know it's supposed to be the last time for you and I, he tells her, but uh let's not end this way. Wait another day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was just like it's crazy because, um, like, with this, they give they give you like a un, they call it an unapologetic lyric, and it was um, yeah. and they says, "Girl, I know you're doing the same thing too, but I won't tell your man the things we do. Oh no, because he don't have to oh, know." Shit. 
And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's, yeah. and it's like, and it's crazy because it's like, if I was to, if I was to have known of this song and I've, you know, got into the groove of it and it was just jamming to it, I never really would have took the time to really like think back and was just like, oh, you a side Nick. <laughs> you know no, what I'm saying? Good. Like, but it's crazy. Yeah. No, it's crazy that you say that because, you know, as a listener for like either poetry or music, we always interpret it a different way than what the, uh, you know, what the, the artist meant for it, like Tweet. You remember that song, uh, Oh My? Oh, God. Like that. Yeah. Oops, yeah. yeah. Oh, Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott just tweeted, I think, a couple months ago saying that song was not about her touching herself or being in love with another woman. That song was just about a woman standing in the mirror and admiring her chocolate beauty, you know, something that society tells women not to, you know, the darker you are, the more nasty and aggressive and raunchy you are. But that was a song about self-love and we were stumped like, well, you know what I'm saying? I, I never would have thought that like, don't laugh, but I was 14 years old when I found out that Rick James was not talking about a woman named Mary Jane. I swear to God. <laughs> I was, hey, look, I listen. Was... <laughs> I, same here, same here. But see, and see, that's the thing. Like, if you're not if you're not hip to the lingo, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you will definitely get lost in the sauce. Because I yes. I too thought he was talking about a, a chick named Mary Jane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the older I got, and the more I understood weed. I was like, ha! Huh. He was talking <laughs> about marijuana. You had Yay. a relationship with marijuana. <laughs> but man, but no, nah, like there. Um, now everybody will know this one, but I think I think this one was a pretty obvious one. The uh, Trey songs last time, that one was a pretty yeah. obvious one for me. You know what I'm saying? You know, but it somebody was like said. No, I'm sorry. Real quick, somebody said that if you, oh, yeah. if you wanted to, that that song could be about him living two different lives and like a perspective of talking to a man. Not, not try, I'm not trying to, somebody said, like, like if you really wanted to use, we know that song was about cheating, but if you really wanted to, it could be about living two different lives, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because, I mean, he did, he did, in a sense, kind of specify that in the, um, in the, in the chorus of the song. Yeah. Because he was like, I'm living two different lives, one girl in a day, you and night. Mm-hmm. So it was like you know he could have been talking about you know what I'm saying like I'm I'm kicking in with the girl in the day but you know it's demon time and night <laughs> you know yeah like don't quote us on yeah. that don't quote us on that somebody no, don't quote us on that. I'm not yeah <laughs> yeah Trey Songz yeah you yeah we 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 know we know the deal it's it's cool but no like you know it's it's crazy because like I don't know like do you think some of these songs like kind of like motivated certain people to kind of you know be in that position to want to be a side person like do you do you feel like when 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 most people listen to this song to these certain songs where us being the side piece like do people you know seek some validation out of this to make it you know feel like you know what they're doing as a side piece is okay i think people are going to follow what they think is best because you know Love and Hip Hop glorifies the side chick winning. You know, Amina stole Peter Guns from, uh, I forget the other person's name. I forget, oh, I forget the other person's name. Uh, I think her name was Terry or something like that. 
but she stole her from yeah, him. Yeah. You know, she stole him from her. Uh, I think um, with Stevie J and Jocelyn, Jocelyn got him over Mimi. You know, like it, it glorifies the side chick. But like personally, with me, um, I have been the side chick before. I, I, I'm real and raw. Queens with vibes and visions. We talked about it, but. I wasn't, it, it wasn't like I was happy about it. You get what I'm saying? Like, there's an interview right. that Aaliyah did before she passed, and she was talking about this song on her album, her self-titled album. It was called I Can Be. And, you know, she was like, this song is, like, really more of a sad, depressing song because it's about a woman that's begging this guy to see her. Like, I know you have a woman, but let me be with you. You know what I'm saying? It's like... I feel like those songs have to be written. You know, a person can take it for what they want to, you know what I'm saying? It can, it can validate somebody else. I'm about to go be the side chick. But I feel like people who have played the, the side chick or the side nigga, you know what I'm saying, and, like, who has wanted to be in the, in the spotlight and be number one, we need those songs. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it hurts, but it's like we need those songs to help us get through the shit, you know? Like, what's your take on it? I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know, because, like, <laughs> I never want to step on toes with it or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> never really condone it type of shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I never really, I never really, you know, was a big fan of that shit, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I feel like you do have a point there, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, with everything you just said, because, like, it kind of ties into uh, this this uh, this one song um, that Escape made, I know you probably heard of it. It's called My Little Secret. Oh, you already know. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I was reading on that and um I don't even I don't even know how I interpreted that song back then. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like <laughs> I was one of those ones that just vibed to the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't really like paying attention to, you know, what was being said or anything like that. But um when they when they was talking about what based on that song you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, um, they were saying that, uh, hold on, shit, I fucking, oh, so it was saying, like, instead of, like, pretending they're just caught up in a star-crossed love affair, um, mm-hmm. they, um, they own up to being turned on by the secrecy of, um, cheating on, on the, on the song, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they were saying that they aren't sleeping with an attached man because, uh, because they're in love, they're doing it because it's hot. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's something that they're attracted to, and one of that the um, rush, dancing with danger. Yeah, and one of the and one of the parts of the uh, the lyrics is, I like being in the same room as you and your girlfriend. The fact that she don't know really turns me on, and it's mm-hmm. like that's like that's like some really like fucking that's some ballsy shit. And it and like when I was reading that, it was just like wow. Like can can a person who who's in a relationship and have um, like a friendship with the opposite sex, you know what I'm saying? Really be ballsy like that, you know what I'm saying? Especially, especially if you're the friend, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're lusting over your friend who's in a relationship, like you know what I'm saying? And y'all done fucking, y'all done did this, this, and that. Y'all done committed a affair type of shit. Like you, that ballsy to like really be, like in the same environment well, type of shit. Like well, you know let, what I'm saying? Well, like if, <laughs> I, I would say this, okay, from from my perspective, because I get what you mean. Like you have to be ballsy. But honestly, let's just be honest. Lust is a very powerful thing. Just like love can make you do some crazy things, lust can make you do some crazy things. You know, I think we've all fallen into the pattern of either being the side piece 
or having someone as a side piece on the side. We've, we've all been in that, that phase of, I want to have my cake and eat it too. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, like we, we like dancing with danger. You get what I'm saying? It's like, is it right? Hell no, it's not right. But we are not perfect. And, you know, it's like we sit back and we look at these songs, like, you know, even these TV shows, and, like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying, like, they, they, they really putting it out there. But they're only telling stories of what we see every day, of what we relate to every day. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, right. you know, in, in, in that song, it's like, you know, it's like she's there, that adrenaline rush is there, and it's like this is what I want. It, it's very powerful you know what i'm saying and it's like i would never i would never judge nobody you know what i'm saying because you just never know what lust can make you do like I, i'll never say never because i could say i'll never and then i'll be in that situation you know what i'm saying a year from now or a couple of months from now but you know just like they were ballsy you got shit uh what's his name pleasure p boyfriend number two he glorified that shit you know what i'm saying like he glorified okay. I, yeah i'm, I'm kind of i'm kind of guilty of that shit you know because that <laughs> one that one i understood you know what i'm saying it's like oh that one that one, that one was kind of plain sight type of shit but it's like i didn't but see like the crazy thing was like i didn't well i, I, I okay i ain't gonna lie i kind of capitalized <laughs> on that a little bit you know what I'm saying? Oh, it was it was it was in a sense it was in a sense of it was it was kind of like a um, an encouragement to you know step up to a chick who may regardless be in a relationship if you're attracted to him then go for it type of shit because like in a sense like you never know how bad her relationship is I don't even know if that's a toxic thing to even do at that point you know what I'm saying because you never know how vulnerable <laughs> she is to like you know mm-hmm. another dude who she may find attractive you know what i'm saying and if that if that dude is constantly trying to pursue you know what i'm saying it, it probably just makes it a lot more easier to commit the crime so to, so to speak you know what i'm saying but like i said at the same time you never know what her relationship is like or you know what i'm saying you never know what his relationship is like if you were a girlfriend number two type of shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but yeah true true i know one thing though i uh <laughs> I uh, I came across um what uh, what song was that uh, uh Carl Thomas that um I wish I never met her. Now listen, I just want I'm I'm about to air DC out, okay? Because he said he did not know <laughs> he said he did not know that that song was about him being a side nigga. I'm like, you don't remember in the damn fucking video when he passed her house and seen her coming out with the stroller and the man. He looked like he wanted to kill her right then and there. Like, I knew about that now, song back then. I... <laughs> now, now, see, let me tell you how I interpret this one, though. Now, see, I interpret this one different. And I think I okay. interpreted it a certain way because it it happened to have been a breakup song. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was listening to this song one day, and I just happened to have broken up with um uh, <laughs> oh, my very first girlfriend. And, like, when the the first part I heard was, I wish I never met her, I was like, you go ahead, my nigga, because I wish I never met her ass either. All this bullshit <laughs> she done put me through, I don't like her right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I wasn't really paying attention, you know, wholeheartedly to the lyrics and shit. But it was like, that's crazy because it's like, I, from, 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 from what it sounds like in his defense, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, she got love for you. I got love for her. But it's like she got a family, and you know what I'm saying. Like, 
she wasn't really trying to fuck that up. But because lust got in the way of it, you know what I'm saying? She let probably like, you know, uh, um, a bad situation, you know, happened between her and, you know, her man or husband or whatever he may have been, you know what I'm saying, caused her to step out of her relationship and dabble with this man who wasn't just going to really take a one-night stand type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he wanted this shit forever type of thing. But it's like, you know, you stepped out just to just to do you or just, you know, get some sort of revenge type of shit, you know what I'm saying, just to make yourself feel better. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Not giving the whole spill of what you know what what your situation was. Yeah. But no, I I I definitely took that shit as a breakup uh, song. I was like, yep, wish I never met her ass either. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna fuck what her up? spot. Oh God. Let me let me ask you this, um, because I know I said before that listening to love songs was like what's my downfall because I thought that the way a woman approaches her feelings in the song was how I could approach my feelings to a to a woman. It's not funny because I'm I'm listening to this shit at seven years old, okay? And right. by the time I got 12, it's like I'm expressing my feelings like these songs, not realizing we are little kids and these niggas like, whoa, you coming on a little bit too heavy. But my question is, like, do you think the songs that, we listen to on a daily basis can can be our downfall. Like like do you think that we make those songs become our lives in a sense? Yeah, because I I feel like, you know, we I feel like we read into I feel like we read into the scenarios a little too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because when you when you're when you're in a vulnerable state of mind, you know what I'm saying, you're you're trying to seek some similarity or some sort of validation for what you're going through. You know what I'm saying, or what you may be accusing your spouse of, or you know what I'm saying. You, you just you need an answer. You know what I'm saying. An answer right. that sounds right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. True. So I feel like, in a sense, and in, and honestly, I feel like I feel like, in a sense, like when it comes to when it comes to rap and shit, mm-hmm. more so, and particularly Eminem, because I feel like everybody that we talk to within our age group. At you know what I'm saying, at probably early teens all the way up, hell, probably up until now, when we was going through some shit, we was listening to Eminem. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We talk about a dude that was talking about stapling his eyelids and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Like when we were when we were upset, like Eminem was the go-to person to calm us the fuck down because it was like, nigga, you understand me, like type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I and I honestly feel like you know people who may have listened to him for some sort of, like, you know, calmness or anything like that. Ain't really went out and did no crazy-ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure not not one black person went and, went and died <laughs> their hair blonde. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, white, white kids probably did. You know what I'm saying? They probably dyed their oh, hair, shit. you know, cut it down low and, you know, wore white tees and blue jeans. Like, you know what I'm saying? They probably did that. You know what I'm saying? But we, yeah. had, a certain, we had a certain limitation when it came down to it. But when it mm-hmm. comes to when it comes to R&B, and it's speaking to it's speaking to our hearts, it's speaking to our more sensitive side, you know what I'm saying, where it's more vulnerable. I feel like we mm-hmm. feed more off into it, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. because even though even though I felt like that Carl Thomas song was a breakup song for me and I wish I never met the damn girl, it was it was certain it was certain words and certain 
and certain energy that he put into that she's got love for me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I, I may not I may not like the girl, but I mean shit, she do got love for me and it's like maybe I should just calm my black ass down. Long story short, we are not together. <laughs> you know, but you get what I'm saying though. It's like, you know, you, you feed you feed off too much into the the words that are being said and sometimes they don't they can they can they can send off a wrong signal, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? It could be yeah. telling you all the wrong things. You know what I'm saying? You could be you could be you could be mellowing down to forgive somebody that you shouldn't even be forgiven. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Because that shit puts yeah. you it puts you almost in a forgiving state of mind, depending on what type of depending on what type of song you're listening to at that time. You know what I'm saying? But um, right. but now nah, yeah, like I, yeah, I don't know. Like <laughs> what you, the, what the you reason why. About it? The reason why I ask that is because um, I just feel like a lot of the songs I listened to back then plays a part in me being emotional, very emotional. Now, listen, I know that we've talked about how relationships with our parents and our friends shape us, but I'm going to be honest with you. My, my mom, my sister, my grandma, you know, even though men could be their weakness in a sense, they uh-huh. definitely did not have a problem with getting their point across. Like, you know, like, they, they could be very savage, and they could definitely, you know what I'm saying, get right back in a nigga's face when he disrespects them. Me, right. listening to all these love songs and, like, you know, just trying to be this understanding person, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be like that. You know, if my boyfriend wants to argue, I'm just going to let him argue. Man, I was being too submissive, and I was being too understanding to a lot of bullshit. But I just refused to change. I refused to, ch- I refused to let that change me. But after a while, I became this person that when I care, you're good. But when I don't care, right. you're not going to know who the fuck I am because this savage side comes out. And I think that that built up over time with getting tired of being too understanding to someone's disrespect. But as soon as you make a mistake, it's like they want to give you the third degree. They want to, you, they want to tell you all about yourself like they're this perfect person. Like, I just wish that I would have listened more to India RE back then, Jill Scott. You know, like, I wish I would have listened yeah. to those empowering women that, you know, I wouldn't have beat it myself up. I wouldn't have tolerated, you know, so much. Because I feel like what you can't get from your parents and, you know, your siblings or whoever is, like, taking the part in raising you, you can learn on your own. You get what I'm saying? Because just like our parents aren't the – like, our parents don't play every factor in the mistakes that we make. That comes with peer pressure, too. That comes with people pleasing others, too. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like – what you what what you listen to or what you pour into yourself can help change you. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to know because like I remember talking to this one girl, uh I, I'm not gonna even name drop, but like she was real cool. Like she acted like a straight nigga. Like you know how when females are expressing themselves and guys are like I ain't got time for that arguing. That's how she would be. Yeah. Like the roles would be flipped. It's like the guy want to argue and she's like I'm about to leave. I'm not about to argue. And I asked her. I said, "How did you become like that?" She was like, "Girl, I listen to Lil Wayne. Like I don't listen to that in my feelings. <laughs> like I've never been that type of person." And I'm like, "Damn, maybe I should have did that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like I wouldn't be so stressed out over little things, but I don't know. I don't think music 
shapes us, but I feel like it plays a part, like you said, you know, like listening to Eminem, because I love listening to Stan growing up. I love listening yeah. to uh, Superman. I had to sneak, though, because my grandma heard me playing Superman one time and almost wrung my neck, because you know how what they talk about with Superman. But, you know, yeah. like, I don't know, I was just, I was just always <laughs> chilling. So that's all I wanted to know. I, that, that, that's, I was just wondering. I wanted to bring that question up. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, you you do got a point there. You know what I'm saying? Like, music can definitely, you know, shape you. Because, like you said, like, we we don't necessarily get most of our shaping and our molding from our parents. You know what I'm saying? It definitely, mm-hmm. music definitely does play a part into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like, it, honestly, it doesn't have a, you know, it doesn't have a particular age range. You know what I'm saying? Because you can, you can, you can easily you know, listen to, like, you know, Jeezy Thug Motivation type of thing, and, you know, you go <laughs> listen to the first two albums, and you think you're selling dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was just right. that damn simple. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get to listening to his shit, you be ready to wear a snowman shirt and and, and buy the chain and everything. He had a bandana and everything. So I'm like, chill! Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, and I never, I never understood as to how we could really get soaked up into lyrics like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like it just be a lot of our alter egos where it's just like, you know, it's, it's something we never experienced before, but may have thought of doing like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, I ain't about to do this shit in real life, but this nigga definitely is speaking my shit. Like, this is what I, right. this is what I wanted to do. So it's like, I'm a rap this shit. Like I didn't, you know, like I didn't do this shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, but, um, but yeah, like, when it when it came to R and B songs, for sure, like I think I think that that played a major part in molding my love life, so to speak, on you know how I mm-hmm. wanted to interact in a relationship. <clears throat> yeah. Me. Um, and and clearly it wasn't from most of the lyrics or you know understanding what the lyrics were. It was just it was just simple. It was just simple words and um mostly like the titles of them and stuff like that. Cause I know Avant, Avant played a, 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 a decent little um, contribution into my love life too. Cause Man. I, cause I've had, I've had moments where, you know what I'm saying? I'll be man enough to say, you know, I've made some mistakes and, you know, and, you know, particular points in, in time wasn't the best boyfriend, but it was like, when that nigga came out with four minutes, I don't know I don't know why, but that one hit really close to, you know, me wanting to, I think that helped build some sort of compromise in me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be able to make up and, you know what I'm saying? Like do better, like type of thing. But it's like, <clears throat> at the same time, what I got out of, you know, R&B songs in general was just that when it, when it came to like the love life thing, like, it didn't only like mold me as a person, you know what I'm saying, on the affectionate side, but like it really, it, it in a sense gave me an idea as to how, you know, what my ideal woman should be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like you had, you had certain songs where, you know, you have, you know, the artist singing they fucking hearts out about a person and it was just like okay that person must be really fucking worth it like you know what I'm yeah. saying it's like okay I want I want to find that person that's worth it too 
You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I want to give my all just like how this motherfucker just sang this goddamn song. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? I want to be able to give my all just like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted but, to say this real quick. I'm sorry, keep going. Yeah. No, 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 go ahead. No, no, keep Because, no, what I was going to say, I was after that, we was going to segue. So say what you finished. I'm going to let you finish and I'm going to go. Oh, no, no, you got the floor. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, um, how you were saying, like, you know, the songs that you listened to was the ideal woman that you wanted. It's crazy because I fell in love with the person that was singing the love songs, thinking that this is who they were, just to grow up and realize these niggas getting, you know, getting baby mamas. and Yeah, ain't shit. (laughs) Like, it just fucks you It just fucks you up, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, y'all, yeah. separate the song from the artist, okay? Get to know the artist, sure. you know, if you got to listen to interviews and stuff because everything that they they talk about is not what they, you know, it's not who they portray in real life sometimes. But, yeah, okay. Songs. <laughs> All right. Well, DC, we in the shout-outs and appreciations, what you got for us this week? Well, you already know what I got, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to <laughs> Self Love, my rehab, you know what I'm saying? This has always been a therapeutic thing for me, you know, every Sunday, except for last Sunday, because complex is being Aww. complex, but we are, and that's how we do, you know what I'm saying? We we here to support each other, you know what I'm saying? So it don't matter if we took the next two Sundays off, you know what I'm saying? If if, if there's something going down, you know, we always there to support. But um, shout out to God himself, because without him, none of this would be possible, uh, shout out! Shout out to Dynamic Culture Apparel. That's my baby. Don't play with it. Um, we got some shit coming this uh, this summer. I know I keep saying it, but bear with me. Like I said, this is this is bigger than just having an income. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm putting my heart and soul into this shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm 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 a perfectionist at heart. So if it if it don't look right, <laughs> I ain't with it. You know what I'm saying? So. Be patient with me. I know I had a lot of people pretty much, you know, ringing my, you know, my collar up, asking when I'm dropping shit. Just, just bear with me, y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be nice. Y'all gonna like the shit though. Y'all gonna like what I'm, what I'm coming up with. Um, <clears throat> if y'all want to stay updated with everything, be sure to uh, follow my uh, Instagram page at dynamic underscore culture underscore apparel. I don't know if if it's a lot of listeners that be listening to this show, but I know ever since I've been, you know, kind of like dropping, you know what I'm saying, the, the business page, a lot of y'all been uh, coming through following. I just want to let y'all know I appreciate that. Um, and if y'all want to follow my personal page, the ugly God himself, y'all can follow me there as super, that's S-U-P-A underscore, underscore, underscore. That's three underscores. Thanks to Complex for reminding me that shit. Um, mm-hmm. Ugly. That's U-G-L-Y. Super <laughs> underscore, 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 ugly. And yes. shout out to all my peoples with positive vibes and positive energy. And shout out to all my loved ones with negative vibes and negative energy. We still love y'all at the end of the day. We're just waiting for you to catch up, Musta. All right, I'm going to shout out God first because without him, I would not have a personal, close relationship with myself. Um, You know, just talking to him is helping me to understand myself more, helping me to under, like, to trust my own decisions and not go to everyone else, you know, like, just learning that I got this, I'm a dope person, you know, the light is inside of me, I don't have to look for it in others. 
Um, I want to shout out Melissa Rosario. I finally bought one of her workbooks. It's called A Selfish Love. I can't wait to dive into it. Um, you know, I'm just really trying to work on loving myself more this year. That's one of my goals, um, you know, traveling more. I just booked a flight out to Georgia um, in May, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, with God's willing. I'm hoping that I could go. And um, also, Out of Darkness will be coming June 7th. Yes, the wait is finally oh. over. June 7th, it will be here. Um, I want to also shout out Melissa. She brought a copy of No Apologies. Please go get No Apologies on sale on Amazon, paperback $15, Kindle $8. If you are a Kindle Unlimited member, you can read it for free. Um, also, shout out to Tats by Banger. He just did my tattoo yesterday. I got No Apologies with a butterfly on there. And honestly, oh, I'm just going to say, yes, I did. No apologies for being a free spirit. No apologies for me being me at all. No apologies for me being real. Like this tattoo, I've been wanting to get this since I published the book. And it's finally tatted on me, and I'm going to live by it. You know, Complex Angel is really here to spread her wings, you know. And um, just shout out to the listeners that come on and listen, even the ones that can't tune in live, the ones who know who who listen throughout the week and who share. We appreciate you. We see you. Thank you so much. Um season five, we about to be on we about to like really, really probably trigger the shit out of some people. And for that I do apologize, but it's worth it. It'd be all right. So with that being said, time to get into the simulate your mind. So drop it, D C Give me the green Let's stimulate that mind code. I want to play shuffle this week. Um, since you want to throw shots about, since you want to throw shots about me doing, a, you know, underscore underscore, and me being complex. My simulation <laughs> mind question this week is: Do you think toxic looks different for everyone? Toxic looks different from everyone? For for everyone. Like, do you think, like, something that you may consider being toxic, someone else may not consider that as toxic? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, I feel like that shit, I feel like it's, it's different shapes and forms of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And people, people don't necessarily think it's toxic. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, they think the shit is normal. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, honestly, <laughs> it, it stems from, it stems from, you know, from, from two things. It stems from their childhood and they just don't understand it or, you know what I'm saying, they were just raised to, you know, for that to be their normality. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And most people get stuck in their ways and they don't want to hear the fact that, you know what I'm saying, the way they move or how they think may be toxic. You know what I'm saying? That that comes off as offensive. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Um, yeah. I think, you know, for I I'm gonna say this shit lightly and I don't want I don't want this to be a trigger effect or anything, but mm-hmm. when it comes to when it comes to to men being aggressive with women, I'm gonna try to I'm, I think that may be the best way of saying it cuz I like I said I don't want to trigger anything. But okay. When when you ask that question that that kind of just that brought that up to my mind because 
is one of the, is one of the toxic traits in men that I hate the most is mm-hmm. putting your hands on women. Now, mm-hmm. I feel like in a sense, I don't give a fuck what you may have seen in your childhood. You know what I'm saying? If if your mom was abused, I'm a hundred percent, you know, feel for that, and I'm sorry for that. Mm-hmm. But you don't grow up and do the same shit. I'm sorry. I feel like, in a sense, that's something that could be broken. Whether right. that's therapy or you just getting your ass beat your damn self. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's that's just something. That's just it's a it's one of the it's one of the greatest things I hate in this world. You know what I'm saying? Like despite everything else, like that's like one of the one things I really hate and I really do get passionate about that because you know I I grew up with a I grew up with a single mother. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I grew to love her. You know what I'm saying? You know, broadening my horizon to, you know, have some respect for women. You know what I'm saying? I may I may step out of my element and call certain women bitches, but you know sometimes they deserve it. I, I don't even I don't really <laughs> I don't even really you know feel right saying that you know what I'm saying but I I do have the utmost respect for women so it's like when I do hear things like that it it really makes me want to be jigsaw and like trap all of these niggas in the warehouse and you know surround them with booby traps and you try to get out the best way you can hopefully you don't <laughs> you know what I'm saying and it hits a little bit more close to home because like I do have a daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, that put the icing on the cake, you know? Because I remember when she was first born, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's when, that's when like, my my radar for that kind of kicked up a little higher because um, back in, like, 09, I was, like, working at PetSmart or whatever. And we had this coworker who didn't look like, you know, anything. You know what I'm saying? He didn't mm-hmm. look like what he was convicted of. Long story short, he got arrested for chatting with um, with a girl who was, hell, I want to say under 13, 12 or something like that. But mm-hmm. little did he know um, it was a sting. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was actual, you know, it was law enforcement behind, you know what I'm saying, the, the image of this little girl. So right. they pretty much lured him to, you know, a particular location spotted him, arrested him on the spot. When I found out about it, you know, I thought it was fucked up and I didn't really have no emotions behind it because like I thought he was put away. But mm-hmm. he got let out and, you know, got I guess got listed on the pedophile list and shit like that. So when he actually came back to work, I had a few coworkers try to convince me not to punch him right in the fucking face. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like that's just something I hate the most. But you know, like I said, you got some guys out here who, you know, who had some defects in their childhood or, you know what I'm saying, their upbringings and just, it's not either brought to their attention or, you know what I'm saying, they just see it, you know, as something normal, you know what I'm saying? And that, and that can be, that can be some sort of wrinkle in the brain where it just makes you a little fucked up, but it's like, you need to seek some fucking counseling or something, you know what I'm saying? And I'll, you know, I'll expand that to any other situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if you are a person who are just, you know, stuck up or, you know what I'm saying? Just feel like you, you know, just, you know, just some irregular type of person, like, you know, take the time out to listen to somebody. If they, you know, if they tell you like, you know, something's wrong with you, (laughs) you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? 
I feel like I feel yeah. like a lot of people isolate everybody's opinions on you know certain mm-hmm. things. No, it's, but what about you? It's crazy. It's crazy that you say that because um, I looked at that question from two different ways because um, I feel like everybody learns differently. What you are taught is what you think is okay. You get what I'm saying? Right. And it's like. The reason why I ask this question is because I know for me, um, there were times where, like, I would do something and a person would turn it into something toxic, but my intentions was, like, something totally different. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. Um, This guy I used to talk to, Mm -hmm. he was, like, real, he was real sneaky. And um, I guess he was talking on the phone with a female and I was just coming into the kitchen to throw something away. And I lit like literally when I went back upstairs, like he texted me like, why, why are you like, why, why are you peeping in on me? Why are you listening to my conversation? You get what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like sometimes a person can flip something and make it toxic. So it's like, that's why I came up with this question. Like does this toxic look different for everyone because, you know, like, I feel like when we look at stuff in a certain way and when we train our brains to just focus on always preparing ourselves for the bad, it blurs the lines between who's really good for us and who is just here to fuck us over. You know, like, we we end up pushing those genuine people away when, you know what I'm saying, we're always thinking the worst, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, we, we right. flip what they're doing. Like, you know, like, okay, um, I feel like I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, a better example. Uh, okay, prime example. I was watching Moesha, and this is what really kind of gave me the idea to bring this question to the platform. But it mm-hmm. was an episode where Dee wanted to have a garage sale. And Moesha, you know, was all for it because she was like, anything that you sell, you get the money for it. It's in your pocket. But then she found out that Dee wanted to get rid of um, all of her mom's furniture. You know, her mom passed away. So she basically took it as, oh, Dee, you're just trying to get my mom out of the house. You're trying to erase her picture. Like like you're trying to erase her out the picture. And it Mm. was like, Dee was like, that was was never my intention. Like, you know, I just want to feel like, I'm a part of this family, too. You get what I'm saying? Right. But I don't know. It's like if, if a person is not, if if they're not aware of a person trying to flip something, you can easily get confused and be like, well, damn, am I being toxic? I wasn't trying to come off like that. You get what I'm saying? So it's like I just wonder, like, do we need to sit in a room and just have that talk about what is toxic, you know what I'm saying, what are your intentions behind it, because a person can make you feel like you're going crazy, you know what I'm saying, like they can make you feel like, well, damn, you know what I'm saying, like I wasn't trying to come off like that, you get what I'm saying, or maybe maybe I am coming off like that and maybe I'm just gaslighting, like you get really fucking confused. And and I've been yep. in those shoes before where I get confused, like, dog, am I a toxic person? Because I'm really not trying to be. But it's like, you know, having these conversations with you and having conversations with Queen K on Mondays, it's like when when I say some of the shit that I say, I'll be like, damn, it sounds fucked up when you hear it come out yeah. your mouth. You know what I'm saying? So it's like maybe yeah. a person can be oblivious to their toxic ways and maybe a person can, you know, like, 
bring it to the front. But it's like I look at it from two different ways. I feel like some people will make you feel like you're just, like, you know, you're a toxic person. Like, they'll flip anything that you do because, like, they're having a battle with themselves. And some people are oblivious to what they're doing. Like you said, they don't see nothing wrong with it. So thank you. I just wanted to bring that in. Thanks so much for answering that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Got this. Got the flow. Close this out with the dynamic culture quote. Oh, you said it right. Congratulations, God bless. You ain't even tripping over that shit. (laughs) (laughs) But all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the closed caption of tonight. Hopefully y'all enjoyed. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all about to go back and listen to some of these fucking songs that y'all be uh, that y'all was jamming to back in the day. Be like, huh? I wonder if that shit was uh, talking about a side piece type of thing. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, um, the dynamic quote for tonight is: "Make yourself a priority once in a while. It's not selfish. It's necessary." And I wanted to bring this quote to the. Um, to the podcast tonight because like this quote hit close to home to me because for shit pretty much down there all my life I ain't never really you know took the time out to make myself a priority it was always my people pleasing side that really got the best of me you know what I'm saying and even when sometimes you do put yourself first you know you still don't necessarily feel like it's the right thing to do mm-hmm. I say that to say fuck all that you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to make yourself happy. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, we, we rely on other people to do so. And it stresses mm-hmm. us out because they fail to do it. You know what I'm saying? So the answer is take care of yourself, you know what I'm saying, before you take care of somebody else. Because without you, you can't, you know, have successful relationships or friendships with anybody if you don't take care of yourself and love yourself first. So. That's gonna be that's gonna be the motivation for next week and from here on out. Hopefully y'all can, you know, take that and, and run with that. For real. Take care of yourselves first, man, because your health matters. You know what I'm saying? Your self love matters. You matter. You know what I'm saying? Don't let anybody gaslight you or make you feel different about it. You know what I'm saying? Let them keep themselves in that toxic ass shit at the front door. You can't come in <laughs> with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. So yeah, that's the quote for tonight. Um, at the end of the day, like I said, love yourself, take care of yourself, keep that health up 100, and peace and love. We are out. Peace and love.